Hello and welcome to the Swallscope Podcast. My name is Ryan Walker and with me is the fearless Reuben Williams. How are you, mate? G'day, Ryan. I'm fantastic. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to see your face on this podcast and hear your voice on this podcast too. Uh, but I'm very excited for this ep- episode. I'm excited for episode every episode, in fact. But this one, I think, is going to open a lot of people's eyes and get them in the mood for what is possible with uh, applying for all sorts of jobs. I like these episodes where we just get to chew the fat. Uh, Highlight Mm. of my week, as we always say. So let's get cracking, my friend. Uh, But before we do, a message from our good friends at Deakin University, where every single course is backed by industry experts. You can be confident you'll get the job you want with a degree that employers want. Deakin University, progressive real-world learning. And Ryan, a shout out to our good friends at Sports Where I Am, where you can give yourself a memorable summer, if it's not already a memorable summer, by heading to sportswhereiam.com and getting 5% off all your tickets. There's tickets all around the world. Use the code SPORTSGRAD uh, and go give yourself something memorable to look forward to, Ryan. Mm, There's a few good little events coming up, so it's a great offer. Uh, If you want to learn more about who we are or want to ask us any questions, feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn you can find a link to do so in the show notes. Alrighty, I like this topic. Let's get cracking into it. What is it? So Ryan, we've had a couple of questions come in and they're from people who are sitting in jobs at the moment and thinking about their jobs in another place. And their their concern is, I'm not qualified to do this, do this job, but I really want it in the future should I apply. And the main point of concern here, Ryan, is that when you're in a job and you really want the other one, but you're not sure about it, you're in this comfort zone. You know, everything you've got around you right now is is comfortable. It's fine. Mm. However, it's not what you really want. Unless you are in your dream job, you know, if you're in your dream job, you're probably not thinking about applying for that other job. But if you're not in your dream job, then it's always going to linger in your mind. And until you address it, it will forever linger in your mind. But... Because you have that job, you feel safe and comfortable. So there's no real motivation to actually get up and move. So today we're going to talk about a couple of reasons why you should get up and move and why it's not actually that risky at all. I think one of the first things that comes to mind for people who do think about applying for another job is their current workplace and their boss and everything they owe to them because they've given them an opportunity, they've supported them, they've helped them grow. If these people really support you and want to help you grow, then they will back you 100% in whatever space that you are going to grow. And usually that's a space that is uncomfortable, that's going to test you, and that is what you really want. And if that is in another organization, then they are going to be more than happy for you. They're going to support you. They're going to put your name forward. When they get called to say, hey, can can you give this person a reference? They'll give you an outstanding reference if they really want to support you. So... Do not let the opinions or, you know, the potential opinions, you know, these are or perceived opinions, unless you've actually tested it and asked your employer, hey, what do you think about me applying for this other job? And they say, no, I don't like that idea at all. Then mm. I can almost 95% guarantee you they're going to support you. So do not yeah. feel bad for looking elsewhere because your employer will support you. And like if they, like, if they threw it back and you said, why would you do that? 
Mm. Like that's no, like you work here. Why would you want to leave? Mm. Then it's kind of like they're, it's on them. Like that's their problem because they're not really totally. being a supportive manager. Like that's not what anybody exactly. wants in a manager. Like, like obviously you want them to want you to grow. Mm. So I, you know, if that is the case, it's kind of on them. It's kind of their problem, to be honest. Like, like Ryan, when you resigned from Cricket Australia, what did your boss say to you? It was like nothing but like positivity. Like, there's a quote. You, you told me a quote. Yeah, no, uh, it was. Uh, yeah, my manager said, "I'm not even going to try and stop you." That's amazing news. Mm. So, and like immediately, I was just like, "Whoa, how good!" Like, mm. I just feel like I've got this backing. Yep. And I guarantee you, like, people out there who would do the same thing mm. would get that backing. Like, it, it's very unusual that you just get get that thrown back at you. And to, to add context to this, this is on the eve of the Ashes, the biggest test series for the second biggest sport in the world. Like, it does not get bigger than this. Mm. You resigned in, what, September, October, when everything's coming to fruition they need account managers in those positions to make these million dollar commercial deals come to life. And your manager saying, I'm not even going to try and stop you. Like, <laughs> go and grow in this space over here. Go enjoy sports grade. Go do what you need yeah. to do. Like that is exactly the kind of manager you want. Yeah. And those are the people who are out there as well. So if that is a concern for you, don't worry about it because people generally want to see you grow. Mm. The other thing about, you know, all right, so you've addressed your concern, your organization's intact. Why should you then apply for this job over here. So one of the reasons why you absolutely should is because you will find out if you are ready for it or not. And if you yeah. get the job, you're obviously ready for it. If you don't get the job, you've then got feedback that you can use to then get the job down the track. You, what you don't want to happen is you don't want to wait a year or two years until your dream job comes up to then find out you're not ready. Yep. You want to find out if you're ready all the time. And the only way you do that is just by throwing your hat in the ring time and time again. Yeah. And the other thing is don't expect your dream job to become available regularly. Like if it's available right now, go for it because I can guarantee you that it won't always be around forever. Like if you have a particular role in mind at a particular organization, someone is going to sit in that job for, you know, three, four, five, six years. And you don't want to be sitting back and saying, I just wish I had a shot because that could have yeah. been me. So throw your hand in the ring. The worst thing you can do is learn from, you know, getting a rejection. Yeah. You know, the other thing with that is um, an interview, like say you apply for a job, random job, you, you might not be fully, you might not feel qualified for it, but you get the chance to get an interview, right? Mm. That is an opportunity. An interview, see it as an opportunity. It's an opportunity to make an impact. So, you may well not be qualified for that job fully. If you've got the self-belief, you'll always be qualified. Mm. But you get to walk into an interview, you get to speak to one, two, three people, it might be, and you get the chance to have an impact on them. So even if you don't get the job, if you back yourself and do and say all the right things and, and present yourself in a really good way, then there's going to be other jobs available in that organization that they will pass your name onto 
the hiring manager, HR, whoever it might be, because it might be a cliche that you hear when organizations say, like, we'll keep your name on file, we'll keep your details. Like, I get that people might think that's a cliche, but that is a genuine thing that they do. Like, they see Mm. quality people. And if you're, like, 5% off being ready, then they're going to remember you. And if you have enough of an impact, they'll just pass on to the next person and you'll probably get a phone call. So like Absolutely. That, that's like, that's what is the opportunity about going for these roles is like you get to meet people and have an impact on them. Absolutely. Like Even if you don't get it wrong. You're dead set right. Like um, the reason why I got a, uh, got brought into the T20 World Cup team quickly was because someone quit after one day. <laughs> Someone in the marketing team quit after one day, went off to another job. They had an offer somewhere else. Uh, and I've worked with other people at Cricket Australia who um, who have been called back because the other person eventually left six months later. And so rather than go through the process again, they just called back the second person and said, hey, do you want it now? Yeah. The other part is that it's a genuine networking opportunity. Like you, just, you get to meet, say you're going for a cricket operations role, you get to meet the head of operations in the interview. If it doesn't yep. go well, you can just say, hey, can we have a coffee later and let's catch up and you know, mm. maybe down the track we can work together. But yeah. um, there's mm. also times where like say you went for a role that is a step up, right? Say you're a, a coordinator, you went for a manager role or so, something of that description. There might be another role going that is on your level at the same time. So mm-hmm. you all like think of an interview as like you're also interviewing for the other roles that are ha- that are currently available at that time, because they'll probably just pass you on to that role. So it's an extension of what I said before, but it might be immediate. So don't don't yep. see it as like I'm just going for this quick role. If I don't get it, great, I'm done. Bye. Mm. It's that's not what happens. It's definitely yeah. not what happens. Yep, one hundred percent. That just triggered me to think of another example. So. I think I was in my, I think I was about a year and a half into Cricket Australia and I really liked the look of the strategy team and a role came up in the strategy team and I threw my hat in the ring and I got an interview and did my best in that and I got some good feedback from that but then got the call just to say, uh, hey Ruben, you're, you're unsuccessful. However, we think you're doing all the right things. You're on the right track. You're probably just, you know, two or three years uh, inexperienced. And that was brilliant feedback for me just to understand, all right, what does an organization look for in these types of roles and how do I fit into that? And where am I and what are the steps that I need to do to get there? So, um, yeah, again, this kind of comes back to the point where you just test and learn constantly to see where you're at until you get to your dream job, until you get to a place that you are truly happy with do not settle. Like just mm. do not settle. There is a dream job out there for everybody and it is absolutely attainable. All you have to do is continuously throw your hat in the ring. Yeah. You could almost flip it around like I'm not qualified. Why shouldn't I apply? But mm. What do you have to lose? There's yeah. absolutely zero. The thing you've got to lose is if it, if you let it bug you, the fact that you've you've applied for multiple jobs at one time. Who, mm. like, who actually cares? Like that's, Seriously. You, say you're going for five jobs, that's five opportunities to have an impact on a group of people and expand your network out. 
Well, that's that's the other thing. It's another five opportunities to iterate on your resume. Your resume yeah. doesn't get better every single time that you know. You know, say two years down the track, you decide you want a new job. Mm. You made one change to your resume in two years. Yeah, that it's going to be at the same point as if you made that change a month later. Like your yeah. resume and the way you interview only gets better with reps. And so, what what is it yeah. costing you? Like what? Two hours on a Wednesday night? Seriously, like just yeah. put the time in, throw your hat in the ring. You'll get better at communicating your value. That will then translate to how you communicate at work and in social settings and everything that you do. So just continue to throw your hat in the ring because it is costing you, honestly, probably a couple of hours and the benefits are far outweighing the negatives. Absolutely, mate. Well, that was a good episode. I love that. I love the topic, uh, but some mm. really good messages in there. So hope people take them on board. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.